Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. I don't really want to talk about the coronavirus. Do you want to talk about it instead? Give it to me, bitch. Let's talk about Joe Biden's rape allegations. Where do we stand as a podcast? <laughs> Where do we stand as a podcast on Joe Biden's rape allegations? Yeah. Um... Can we forgive him for the rape, is my question, and Can make him for- the president. And give him... The 46th president of the United States. I mean, if we have to choose between two rapists who are both... If we have to choose between two demented rapists with obvious early-onset Alzheimer's... Yeah. I guess I'm going to go with the one that's cool with abortion, so I'm going to vote Donald Trump. <laughs> Between He's the two of them, funded more. I'm sure. Between the, yeah, between the two of them, I mean, one actively supports abortion, and one sort of, you know, I, I've heard, I've heard Biden's uh, uh, stance on abortion. It's not very uh, well. He's you know, progressive. He supports it for politically expedient reasons, whereas Trump yeah. literally pays for them. I'm assuming up until his penis went flaccid in the past couple decades. Right, 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 right. You know, I mean, actually, if you're he's use... probably still paying for Barron's abortions. <laughs> you know Baron's knocking chicks up, right? That yeah, kid's a fucking it. player. Yeah. He's a badass. He, that guy fucks. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh yeah, I mean it, I, I like a candidate that will use his own campaign finances. And they're like, should we run more ads and I always like fuck that, I got abortions to pay for. That's <laughs> That's my president. Is it time for us to put on the red hat? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for us to, to to bust out of our sleeper cell QAnon style. And, I don't know. I really am glad, though, that this uh, November the election is going to come down to to two people with credible rape allegations. Like, that's just unprecedented, right? And fun. We're, we're I hitting mean, new I levels know. of I'm uh, sure. I, I think Clinton feminism. had credible rape allegations against him at the time. We just, as a nation, we were like, yeah, but he's cool, man. Guy he didn't, french fries. He didn't whenever he... I don't think Biden's anywhere near as cool as Bill Clinton claims to be. Bill Clinton didn't have rape allegations when he was running. I think that didn't come out till after Monica Lewinsky. I don't know. I I, I I don't know. I remember there was a joke about him being attached to rapists, like the same way Harvey people used to joke about Harvey Weinstein. But I don't know. I mean, well, we were I, I guess for one, we were children when yeah, when he I was elected. I wasn't so. there. Um. Yeah, she didn't allege it until 1999. So Juanita Broderick. So yeah, he, he, we didn't know that he was a rapist going into the. Not listen. First off, I assume every single president we've ever had is a rapist. Is a rapist, of course. I get it. Of course. What I'm worried about is, are they willing to take the steps to cover it up correctly? That's what I want to see from an administrator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked bases, it. I liked it when presidents just raped slaves. Oh, okay, so we're going. All, you're going all the way back to. TJ. I go all the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Cool, cool. You know, uh, Abraham Lincoln and such. Yeah. Know? I don't one know if my, Lincoln did that. One of my favorite things is uh, I was watching some of the, uh, I think it was Douglas uh, who uh, opposed, um, maybe, I, I can't remember who ran against Abraham Lincoln for his reelection. Uh, oh, uh, I think it was, uh, I think the guy's, fuck, I just forgot his assassin's name. I feel like an idiot. Uh, John Wilkes Booth? Yeah, it was, it was John, John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes yeah. Booth ran against him and won. That was the original deep state actor. Um, no, uh, one of the funny things about when, uh, Abraham Lincoln was, like, arguing for, like, the freedom of slaves, uh, yeah. when he was going for his second term, was that one of the common sort of, like, uh, I guess counter arguments was like Abraham Lincoln's like, Hey, we should free the slaves. And like his actual opponent was like, that's because you just want to fuck them. And, hmm. and, and Abraham Lincoln was like, why does it have to be that? Like, can't I just, I don't understand. I want to free human beings. And you're saying it's just because I want to get my dick wet. Could it, it just be that either. I want to free human beings? Yeah. It has to be easier when you own someone to have sex. I with would, I would fucking think so. I'm Any not, of the dark web videos I've seen. I've never coerced. Anyone into sex? Let's get that out front right now for my potential political, you know, okay, yeah, career yeah, down the line. Yeah. I haven't ever done that, but right. just spitballing, <laughs> freeing people I so that you can assume. have sex with them is the opposite of what a psychopath would do. So, right, just right. saying. Yeah, that's the, that's the opposite of the Elizabeth Smart attempt. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, so that's even even. <laughs> Even back then, I just like that Abraham Lincoln has like legitimate like uh, speeches that are on the record of him being like, "I don't want to fuck slaves, okay? I don't <laughs> want to fuck slaves. That's not. What I this just, is about. I just want to free them. I understand you're having a hard time grasping the fucking concept, you southern pieces of shit. <laughs> that is like the hardest projection I've ever heard, actually. Yeah, <laughs> you just you just trying to fuck them. I know that's what you guys do, but. <laughs> I get that raping slaves is almost as much fun as killing them, but yeah, talk about that's some... not really what motivates me to free them, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, back in the day. Well. Uh, so yeah, so back to Biden. Uh, I don't know. Do we? Do we? I, I I don't give them a pass, but I just don't know it, what what can even be done at this late stage. What what's there to do? That's a tangent. But uh, getting back to Biden, I don't know. I mean, it's. I, I, I don't know if it seems like from my perspective that Biden seems like a loopy, incoherent, seemingly demented old man who is having a hard time answering basic questions. I don't know if that's just the echo chamber I'm in or if it's just Reddit pushing that narrative because there's so many uh, Bernie bros in there. I don't know. But I mean, if I had to choose between two rapists... I guess I'm going to go with the one that uh, wants to take our guts. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess on a very, very technical level to me, neoliberals like Biden are better than Republicans. But, I mean, at that point, it's like. I don't think anything can be worse than Trump. Sigh. So, hopefully. No, I agree. I agree. I, don't I know. agree. I don't know what can even be done. I, uh, but I, like I've said, and and th- this is my not no longer a hot take. It's frigid at this point. But the great thing about Trump has been the magnifying glass that we've had on the executive office, and that's going to go away. 
if we have some fucking neolib that's mostly doing the same bullshit, like almost the same exact policies, right? Kids in cages, that was under Biden's VP tenure. Uh, all this shit is just going to disappear and keep happening. So I don't know. I, uh, At least he doesn't sound as stupid. I, as I always, I, I know this is a, a, a ice cold frozen take, but I always advocate for uh, armed rebellion and uh, Hell Boogaloo. Yeah. You heard it here for. Hey, cite this podcast as your inspiration, yeah, please. When you're doing your manifesto, when Fuck. you start blowing up the government buildings and shit, say a Revelations podcast. Just give us the plug. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we should get you some t-shirts if you're planning on doing something like that. Uh, Seriously, if you're planning on overthrowing the government, we, we're we not going to sponsor you, but we can give you some swag. Yeah, we need a t-shirt cannon so we can shoot it up to... <laughs> yeah, just just a bunch, of, a bunch of, I'm hoping, children armed yeah. with AKs well, no, marching on the like, Capitol wearing our hats. We our, need to get keychains. a t-shirt cannon so we can shoot our t-shirts up to someone on the clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there, there's, uh, yeah, yeah, there's just, there's just the guy walking through the mall, firing into the crowd. I'm just like, Hey man, just shoot him the, shoot him the fucking shirt. You know, do you want a keychain? And we just fucking, not that we support that, not yeah, yeah. that we support that at all, but we are trying to get our name out there anyway. We, we can. Yeah. So tell everyone about a revelations, just maybe not this particular bit. Um, yeah. we are the podcast that reads the Bible. So you don't have to. And this is a very special recap episode. Uh, by that, I mean that it's not actually special. It's just another, another recap episode. Nothing special about it. No. Um, we're reading, or we're talking about, rather, the entire book of Second Samuel today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm recap. Grant Voiced. I'm Cold Olusky. And let's, all right, let's, let's, what's your overall? Let's, so, let, real quick, let, let me give some people some stats. Uh, Second on, Samuel. Jesus, do it. I'm just saying, Second Samuel took us 10 episodes to get through. First Samuel took us 11. If you make Samuel one book, that's 20 plus episodes. That's pretty wild. Um, We've spent a lot of time reading about, actually, not Samuel at all. He hasn't been around since First Samuel. First Samuel, yeah, he's been dead for for the entire amount of Second Samuel. Somehow still gets the credit. Yeah, I thought he was going to come back like a zombie. He He never did. I mean, he came back in the last book as a ghost, which is fun. And badass, yeah. And I, I must stress, ghosts are canon to God. God yes. believes in ghosts. You know? Correct. It's part of what to do. I was um, there was a pretty funny. Um, <laughs> there was a. There's this show, Paradise PD, on Netflix. It's kind of hard to watch. It's by the people that made Brickleberry. It's pretty fucking gross. I can't eat while watching it. It's pretty bad. Ew. But one of the funny bits that they did that I thought was particularly clever was um, they send these kids to this, like, uh, pray away the D&D camp. Okay. And one of the things they're doing is they're trying to, conv- like, be like, okay, today's we're going to tell you the difference between fact and fiction. And they're like, the witch of Endor that speaks to ghosts. Is that D&D or real life in the Bible? And the guy's <laughs> like, I, D&D. He's like, fuck you. It's obviously from the Bible. That's the witch of Endor. You know? That's uh, awesome. uh, six-toed giants. Fact or fiction? They're like I don't. Is that from D and D or is that from the Bible? It was a pretty, it was a pretty clever little bit. Oh shit! But, I'm gonna write a D and D campaign set in the Bible. I just realized. Yeah, what obviously. The fuck? Why haven't I done that yet? Talking ghosts, fucking witches that bring back the egg, necromancy. It's all in snakes coming out of the ground and killing people. Yeah, yeah it's hot. Everything. Um, Drink, drinking a melted calf statue. <laughs> for one of the things that I've thought about as I was like thinking about these episodes and what we're talking about is that one of the challenges i always had from the outside prior to like actually reading the bible was that 
the books of the the stories of the Bible, the stories that people would repeat and try to like brainwash you with, they always seem so disconnected. They seem just temporarily all over the place. Um, sure. You know, like I had no way of knowing if Noah is before or after Babylon or where Jonah was or, or, or what their relation is to Moses. No idea where it is. So one of the things I try to do with this podcast is just give you sort of as I'm reading this, I didn't realize that the Bible is actually an attempt at some kind of history. That sure. there is allegedly some kind of cognizant story from Adam all the way to fucking David. Yeah. That it's not just anthologies, you know, it's yeah, not like it's fucking not just a, true detective or whatever. Yeah, or or like uh Aesop's fables or some shit. But the story of Second Samuel starts with David living as a bandit king. Or no, yeah. I guess he's not a bandit king, he's an exile in Judah. Yeah. He's with the and, Judites. Yeah. And through a bunch of mysterious assassinations, uh, takes the throne. And then basically, in summary, lives a, an entire reign of scandal and shame and killing his own children. Yeah, it's very Machiavellian. I'll even go so far as to say that David is uh, basically what Niccolo Mike Machiavelli could have been if he wasn't hampered by his uh, Italianness. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. that held him back if a lot. If, he, if, he, if he'd had some of that Hebrew power, he would have yeah. muscled through it. Yeah. But not all, not all drunk on red wine and if you don't, talking if, about pizzas and shit. <laughs> if you don't have the balls to give your son a pass for fucking your wives, then you know. Precisely, you but that, no, that's long. that. That was my biggest takeaway from the book was that it's all about it's a propaganda piece, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that actually does a pathetic job of concealing what David's been up to. I think, like, if you're gonna write your own history, be more convincing. You know, like. It's clear that a lot of things were set in motion by David with the purpose of installing himself as their monarch. Um, and it's just very shallow, I guess, that it, they did, weren't able to like come up with something more grandeur. Or, I don't know. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really get the vibe that David – what did God even do really to – because like with Saul – he was like, oh, yes, I've anointed Saul, king of Israel, and I, I, everyone shut the fuck up. Saul's king now. He killed some Philistines. He's king. Everyone shut up. And like Samuel's like, he's king now. Everyone shut up. Here's your king. Like Saul is essentially like almost Lion King style held up from the rock. Like, this is your new king now. You asked for a king. Here's your king. Sure. Um, and then God's like, oops, I've made a mistake. I'm going to make a new king. But – Beyond just uh, having Samuel spray David with oil and then die like a bitch, I, God never really intervened on David's behalf. No. Um, and it's also absurd to think about going back to that point where, where Samuel is anointing David in First Samuel, not in Second Samuel, um, that this is, again, and I have to keep reminding you guys this because it seems ridiculous, but this is a man after God's own heart. Right. Allegedly. This is basically. I don't, I don't understand that phrase. They keep saying it, but yeah. Exactly. According to Samuel, who speaks directly to God, this is the closest we have to God's presence on earth, is this piece of shit whose <laughs> basically first act as king was to rape one of his greatest warrior's wives and then have that warrior put to death to cover it up. Like, dude is a psychopath. Yeah. David, the, the idea of David. As some type of precursor to Christ, having read all this bullshit, his life is essentially done. I mean, I, 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 next chapter is Kings. I haven't started reading it at all. But David's Good. still technically alive at the end of Second Samuel. But so it seems absurd. He's the hype is so real, 
And so oh, many yeah. like concordances and I guess later in the Bible they're going to be like, oh yes, King David, the 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 uh, Jesus from the line of David, David, the King of Israel, blah blah. What a garbage person. Yeah. And even just not even I, I, beyond the sort of argument that he was. I know we stressed this in the last episode. I don't even see him being that close to God. He didn't really make a whole lot of, except for that last song at the end where he like gives mad ups to God. Um, sure. But it wasn't but, but really a big also, part of his life. It also isn't just giving mad ups to God. He's explaining, well, the only reason that God loves me so much is because I'm such a great guy. Like it's let's, let's, yeah, <laughs> it's Come not on. even like it's not an altruistic love of God at the end there for David. It just seems that David lived a very pathetic. Uh, I mean, he killed Goliath, but I don't know what does that really fucking mean in the grand scheme of things. He killed one guy who insulted uh, God. In many ways, David is as pious as any ISIS fighter cutting the head off an infidel. Like, if the only claim to your name is you one kill, you killed a blasphemer one time. Sure. And that's why everyone's, oh, yeah, it's so great the way he killed that giant fucking uh, Philistine piece of shit. Um, beyond that, I just, I don't get David as a hero of the Bible. No, um, definitely not in modern terms. What I have just kind of now been thinking about is I see him a lot like Ragnar Lothbrok of like Norse mythology. Um, oh yeah, Ragnar Loth oh, Lothbrok, Ragnar. Oh, I know everything about him. To say I no mean, more. there's a there's like one of the most <laughs> famous shows on the History Channel or A and M or whatever is that Viking show that's about his life. So maybe shut up. I'm sure I've a lot of people have seen that. Ragnar, you never heard the name Ragnar. He, uh, his offspring ended up like conquering the British Isles and all that. Regardless, he's this character who is probably somewhat based on reality. His children were all real. All right. Um, his children are historical figures, but whether or not he is real is very complicated. And they kind of end up around that point is where, uh, like Norse history starts melding with mythology a lot. Right. Like you have all these larger than life characters interacting with their gods, et cetera, et cetera. I kind of see David as that as like, okay, the Bible is tying him into God, but it's become the, the, the wires connecting him, connecting mm. humans to God are becoming more thin and like more, it's becoming more realistic, I guess, compared to like Moses's shit that was popping off. So right. it's like, it's like, we're starting to see them trans. It, it's an awkward, like, puberty of going from okay our <laughs> mythology you know it's cool to like believe in baby shit that noah built the ark and it saved the whole world and it's like okay but how do we get that to an actual history you know what D david is the in-between phase where it's like okay yeah he's we're, we have to build him up like we did all these other mythological characters but we also have to have a dose of reality and like i said these machiavellian plots and human nature coming in a lot more i think that it's that he's sort of that Ragnar-ish character where it's like, all right, not quite mythology, not quite history. I, I guess that's true. Like, there is some God bullshit, you know, he was anointed, and there's prophets, and there's Gad, and Nathan, and there's there's an old woman that tells the parable about life is sand or water, whatever the fuck. Um, whereas, like, Moses, you know, plagues and God parting waters, that's obviously... Bullshit. And, and as you said, it, it gets less and less believable the farther you go back. 
you know, yeah. a- Abraham and angels coming down and talking shit and, and, and Noah. And then by the time you get in here, it's like, okay, well, a guy once stabbed a guy in the stomach and everyone was angry. <laughs> you know, and there's the one time we threw a tarp over a body and that was cool. Like it's getting less and less. Uh, you know, we're, we're miles from God as a magic cloud just telling people what to do. For sure. And we're going to, I know at some points we're going to get way more into this like kind of magic realism world that the Bible can be. Like we're going to get to Jonah who gets swallowed Mm -hmm. by a whale for 40 days and he's fine. And like we're going to get to some crazy stuff again, but I'm interested to see, and again, this is coming from someone that grew up with the Bible. Are we going to see a lot more just history? Like, is it going to become, is David and Samuel this kind of like, transition phase to, to things becoming more like any other history book or, or no, I'm interested. You know, thus far, Israel is a pseudo established nation. They've got a confederates of states, you know, there's there's something there that you could almost believe. Like Moses, you were like, well, there were some Semitic people in Egypt once. The you know, the story of Moses is obviously bullshit, but uh now there's people in Israel. It kind of makes sense. I'm kind of curious to, as to how it goes forward. Um, that being said, let's take a moment to talk about, like, what what is David's character? Like, if you had to describe David to a friend, if you knew David personally, you're like, what kind of guy is David? You know, like, what what what, what would you describe him as? Um, the guy that, like, whew, that's tough. The guy that is seems really nice on the outside. Right. But has, uh, I don't know. He's like, does really well in school. He's an athlete, but he's hollow, you know, like, uh, he's popular, but there's something not quite right. He's a perfect politician basically is what I'm getting at. You know, like, uh, have you watched that show? Have you watched that show? The politician? No, I've not seen it. It's about a high school. It's about a high school student who wants to be president and like how he's already trying to groom himself and like, as a high school student, and he's running for class president, but it's all part of it. It's like, it's very Pete Buttigieg. There we go. <laughs> all right, all right. Actually, is the perfect person to think of. So, that he, yeah, yeah, he's he's good at a lot of things and is able to handle his business. And he keeps himself clean by having this, like, little circle of fixers, you know, that handles all this dirty work <laughs> so that he can be godlike. It's very creepy. It, it does seem interesting that, like, uh, I, I mean, when I think of David, I just think it's he's just such a perpetual victim it's always things happening to him that he has to respond you know like everything is a a defensive move in his part like oh i didn't want to be the king of israel but they just kept coming after me and i had to kill them you know uh you know i had to i had to take care it's kind of like a uh, i almost want to say like a george zimmerman type you know where he's seeking out the conflict (laughs) and then afterwards is like oh i had to do that shit you know (laughs) like Oh, I shot him in the fucking heart. He asked for it at the end there, at the very tail so end we, there. So the official Revelations podcast stance is that King David is a blend of Pete Buttigieg and George Zimmerman. Hell cool. yeah, brother! Uh, I just I, that's America as fuck. <laughs> I, I just think it's like it's like oh Joab, you killed all my enemies again, you nutty boy. Like all right, oh my son is essentially a murderer, and I should be sort of casting him out of Israel or putting him to death. But hey, a lady told me that life is precious, y'all. I guess I'll just do what she says. Like there, there's so much. <laughs> There's so much that David just does not do. He doesn't make decisions. He doesn't seem to have any agency or motivations or do anything except fuck whores um, yeah. or other people's wives. 
And beyond that, it just doesn't. It, Joab does shit. Joab grabs him by the shirt. Hey, asshole, you better fucking stop crying because you're demoralizing all of Israel. And hey, just so you're aware, there's a civil war. I'm going to go win for you again. You know? Yeah, it's it's the protection bubble. You know, I think that uh, anyone who's going to be in a position of power, you got to do that. There's to some to some extent, it is very pragmatic and maybe even necessary. But uh, I, I don't just, know. I, it comes off as spooky when it's in. It's supposed to be. This is supposed to be a book about how to be the, a good person. You know, I think at the end of the day, how to live your life. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I just I think know. he's a, an avatar for a shitty authority figure who is a piece of shit, but by going against their wishes, somehow you're an act of rebellion against God and he's got to put you down. And just so you're aware, I'm an arbiter for, for his will, you know, like, yeah, yeah. it, it, It seems interesting that David was like, Hey, by the way, I'm King in Judah and fuck you if you don't like it. And then some guy was like, well, I'm King in Benjamin and fuck you. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm about to fucking. <laughs> it's fine when I do it, but when you do it, it's shitty. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about some of his machinations and, and kind of shine a light on it. Saul died from the same people that uh, David was just living with as a bandit king for years and years and years. Uh, I feel like that gets passed over. That, that'd be like if um, that'd be like if like uh, Joe Biden had just lived with ISIS for like twenty years. <laughs> And then he comes back. He's like, "I'm the president. I'm running for president." I was like, "That's cool." You know, hmm. just it seemed like you were with the enemy for a long, long time. He's like, "Ah," but I didn't really gang yeah. rape with all the rest of them. I just, I just, I just was there for the party. He's like, "All right." I mean, it'd be more like if we elected Jefferson Davis to president after <laughs> yeah. the Civil that's War. So, it just seems so weird that David's like, "Yep, yeah. I'm definitely the chosen son to be the king of Israel." Remember how I killed all those fucking Jews? And they're like, that is yeah. pretty, pretty godlike. Yeah, uh, I I don't know, I don't know why they thought that was a good idea to. I mean, granted, contextually, during all of that, Saul was being the bad guy, um, so it's not. You know, God was pissed at him. The whole Saul thing pisses me off. But anyway, it is kind I, of interesting that Saul sees David. And it's like, hmm, seems like David has his own like minor army, and the people rally around him, and uh, that's kind of uh, it. Kind of makes me feel insecure about my throne. And then Saul tries to kill David and fails, and then loses his kingship for it. Whereas yeah. the only real difference I can tell between David and Saul is that Saul didn't have a Joab character to make sure shit gets done. Because that's what he's missing. Because David was his Joab, right? Because imagine if Joab had turned on David. Oh, that would have been over. Oh man. Yeah. Because Joab had his own armies. Joab was very capable of, like, getting shit done. Just as, yeah. You gotta have, if anyone's listening to this Bible, you gotta have a Joab. You gotta have a shitty fixer that just gets shit done, you know? um, No, yeah, just unscrupulous. No, uh, no standards at all. Will stoop to any level. I mean, again, I keep referencing, like, Netflix shows, but the dude in uh, House of Cards, right? He had the... He had that guy, Doug or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm thinking. I, I was thinking more like whatever. Michael Cohen, you know, for Trump, where he's just like, "I'll pay off those hookers." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, don't worry, don't worry, Mister Trump. You don't got to tell me. I'll pay for that abortion. <laughs> I know what you. That like. is what you. And you want the plausible deniability, yeah. which is what Joab gave David. Yeah, like I didn't tell so. him to kill that guy. 
The yeah. only time that there yeah. was even a real written train where David's like, hey, I need you to kill Uriah, which is probably why Joab took it so seriously. He's like, yeah, I, I, I know I do all these things for David all the time. He kind of treats me like shit, but I take care of him. And then the one time yeah. David fucks up, like, hey, man, I fucked a chick while the guy was at war. He's going to put two and two together, you know? Uh, well, yeah, it's because, I mean, it's because Abner makes sense. Killing Abner just makes sense, right? right. He's the general. He's Saul's right-hand man uncle, slash uncle. Mm-hmm. He's got to go. You know, there's not a David doesn't have to explain that. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I wish um, that Abner guy was taken care of. Wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with Uriah, that's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what Joab's not just going to surmise that he should kill one of David's greatest warriors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, until David's like, all right, listen, listen. So you know that you know that hero of Israel. Oh, you mean Uriah? Scabs. Yeah. The guy that's so fucking cool that he'll like sleep at his king's door instead of fucking his wife. Like, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, I need him dead. I need him dead. <laughs> exactly. Tonight. If you could. So with that, it's funny because that's the one scenario where it wasn't obvious what needed to be done, and David shows his true colors. He's instantly. like, Joe, I need your help. Like normally, yeah. normally you're a good boy. You kill everyone who needs to kill. Any wink, wink. You, 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 you know my heart. Da- Joab yeah. knows David's heart the way God know- or David knows God's. But exactly uh, the one time it's like where- a human centipede of heart <laughs> knowing. <laughs> Let's uh, another interesting theme for David. I don't understand is him fucking other dudes' wives. You know, uh, Abigail, um, Bathsheba, like, wh- why have that story kind of twice where, like, some guy pissed you off, he dies mysteriously, David swoops in for that side pussy. Yeah, like he do. Like he like do. He do. Hey, this is the, this, this, we're talking about the Bible, and everyone's, everyone's wondering, this is the, <laughs> the word of God here. It's so fucking stupid. Um, so he deposes Paul, kills him, that's fun, weird assassinations, yeah. um, Abner dies mysteriously, Ishbosheth dies mysteriously, Mephibosheth exiled and then eventually had his land taken from him. Uh, one, his children kill each other. Uh, the thing with awesome. Absalom is kind of interesting because Absalom would have been heir to the throne. I'm not quite sure why he was so fucking greedy. Probably because he saw what a fucking piece of shit his dad was. Probably. Because he's going, because David I mean, remember is. This, remember what happened? Like. Come on, you know why? <laughs> oh, you just like you like letting my sister he get was, raped. Yeah, he was exiled. David wanted to. David was pissed at him for killing the rapist brother. Like literally, that I cannot think of a worse thing than a brother raping his sister. Like that has to be one of. That's up I there. I don't know. That's like that's bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm no moralist here. I'm no, yeah. I'm no circuit judge. Trying- but if I had to weigh it out there, uh, a sister rape kind of fucked up. So so Absalom absolutely ha huh, uh needed to kill what's it, what what was, what was that Amnon, dude's name I think Amnon that's right Am Amnonymous uh needed to kill Amnon and David like turning his back on Absalom for that I think was all Absalom needed to be like nope fuck this guy fuck you dad I'm gonna bang all your concubines and take over the whole country it definitely would be enough for me to be like yeah he's not a fair and just person. He shouldn't be ruling the entire nation. If he can't, if he can't weigh in on a brother raping a sister and decide one way or the other or put his foot down, then yeah, yeah fuck this guy. Um, one of the things I just thought about that I realized thinking about Absalom having sex with all the concubines, I just realized that Absalom, when he gets killed, the uh, certain Hebrew um, translators or not translators, interpreters have said that 
he gets stabbed by 10 guys when he's hanging by his hair, uh, right? 10 spears going to him. Yeah. And that's retribution for the 10, 10 times that he yeah. stabbed the concubines, if you know <laughs> what I'm saying. But I just also realized that the only reason the concubines got smashed by Absalom was because of what something David did. Yeah, David left them so there. It's, so, no, 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 no. It was because, remember, there's a prophecy by Nathan or uh, someone that was After like, Bathsheba, he says, your wives will be fucked. Yeah. Yeah, in front of everyone. So Absalom had to do it. <laughs> it was part of God's prophecy. Yeah. It's not even his fault. It's like kind of like a uh, Son of Sam type situation, you know? You're like, listen, yeah. I was getting the instructions <laughs> from God. I got to do what I got to do, and now I'm, 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 I'm getting yelled at? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Poor Mr. Berkowitz. Um, <sighs> another thing I don't like about David is his fucking mind games. The fucking tearing his clothes for Saul and Abner, the pretending to punish Joab, the crying over his dead son. It, it, it's such sociopathic machinations where yeah. when he thinks he'll get something from somebody, he puts on the waterworks, he wears his emotion. And then in the couple of times where he's asked about it, where people around him are like, hey, David, you, you seem like you were really emotionally affected. And then it seems like it's kind of just shut off like a switch, like some fucking serial killing psychopath. What's that about? And he's like, well, I was just trying to get something out of God. Like, is yeah. that cool? Am I but missing something? It's not cool, but it is exactly what I expect from rulers, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of people that become our leaders. These political. For real. Like, oh. I'm speaking to a bigger themes here. But yes, politicians typically are that way. Yeah, they're like, well, look at what they're doing to our poor statues and all our Southern history. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You know, like, it's just sure. such bullshit. Uh, it just, yeah. it, it, I don't know. He just seems like such a piece of shit. And I wonder if we're not giving him a fair shake like if we're like unduly bullying this poor david character like if we're not if we're not if we're misinterpreting this somehow but if to look at it from a modern lens david just seems like such a piece of shit yeah i mean let's look no further than the his treatment of Mikal or michael or whatever the fuck yeah. her name is saul's daughter right. right he's given her as sort of a diplomatic marriage right um doesn't give a fuck about her leaves her leaves her in under saul's tutelage or whatever parentage when he runs off to go be a desert bandit right uh she gets married obviously david comes back takes her right takes has abner pass her off takes her from her husband who she loves and then treats her like complete shit when he gets her like the toy that the toddler goes after even though he doesn't want to play with it you know uh ends up uh striking her barren and never fucking her like just and then killing five of her kids yeah, Jesus Christ. Just, He's such a lunatic. Uh, yeah. If I knew a person in real life who told me that story, I'm like, what happened? Like, whatever happened to your ex-wife? He's like, oh, no, I got her back. I'm like, oh, I never see her with her. He's like, no, I locked her up. And then I killed <laughs> her other kids. I'd be like, huh. <laughs> what? Yeah, the kids that she had through her, why did her you, real husband. Why did you kill her kids? It's been a pretty dry summer. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. No, it was for the uh, Gibeonites, right? Well, it was for the drought from the Gibeonites, allegedly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I am I, I'm, I'm confident that that's not uh, real. I'm confident he just was like, yeah, what if I uh, kill some kids? Will that make God happy? Well, yeah, because they're pretend- potential pretenders, I, right? They're, they're of Saul's I, I don't see any difference from that than, like, a fucking Aztec cutting a heart out of a virgin and feeding it to a jaguar. Like, it's all just sacrifice bullshit no that's fucking bad and i thought you weren't supposed to like sacrifice people to god wasn't that a whole big thing like okay listen here mr (laughs) technicality 
you know, you're gonna, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna refer to something a couple books back, huh? Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> we don't. Was it Moloch or something? Like we don't pass children yeah. to Moloch. We don't do human sacrifices for God. Hey, God, it's not rain anymore. What should we do? Have you thought about sacrificing seven humans? Like. That's a good idea. Works like a charm. Yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> this is a cool idea. This is a cool god, y'all. I, I'm sure he'll come open-handed uh, with his son. I'm sure he'll sacrifice his own son to give humanity the kingdom of heaven. Sounds like the same kind of guy. Yeah, that's like uh, whenever I w- lived in a dorm at Florida State, and they were like, you know, don't pee in the sinks in your rooms. Walk down the hall to the bathroom. <laughs> but then the moment I got to pee, it's like <laughs> that sink. Fucking. That's. That sink starts to look pretty thirsty. I mean, you're going to have to wash those dishes <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Uh, is that it for, for think. That's Second Samuel? I just, That's a pretty long... We did a pretty long recap there, I think. Yeah, I don't... So, it, it was one of the more poetic... I mean, there's just so much we could talk about. It was a very poetic book. Yeah. Compared to the others. Yeah, a lot of David's poetry, a lot of his songs and shit. A lot of like people um, that come with like analogies and stuff and life is like water and and what do you think about a man who sacrifices his only sheep for the rich man or whatever, you know? Yeah. And and men cut your hair, Jesus Christ. Yeah, don't die that way. Don't uh, die. I mean I've seen a lot of people getting caught by like hobos and like in fist fights and like uh, in the streets and stuff like that. Cut your hair, man. They're just gonna grab yeah, it and hair. then it's two guys kicking you in the face. Trim your nails, mm-hmm. do all that mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. blow up credit card mm-hmm. companies. Uh, yeah, well, that's the book of Second Samuel, I guess. I guess. Fuck, I, there's just so much. I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't know how much of this recap we should have been recapping. I just, whenever I think of David, I just think of all the shit that he did. That I, it's just a laundry list of shit that he did. Where I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about the whole like, hey, by the way, murder's cool now because my kid did it. I, you know, like, yeah. The fun part is that we're going to. Throughout the rest of the Old Testament, at least, and really even into the New Testament, we're going to keep getting all these references back to David that completely ignore all the horrible, horrible things he was involved in. So that's going to be really fun. <laughs> we're going to have to yeah. get really angry every time we come across I, one of those. I, I think that's almost kind of weird because if we were reading this without the foreknowledge that David's quote-unquote important, I wouldn't yeah. consider David any more important than like Joshua – or Moses. I mean, I don't know if he's more important than Moses. Moses is a pretty big fucking deal. But yeah, more Moses important than Joshua or any really any of the other judges. He gets more screen time than, you know, um, uh, Joshua or anyone. Not, not Joshua, Gideon. but who, who, like some of the other judges that were important that you hear about. Samson. Gideon, Samson, yeah. Like, But really, I don't think he's done anything of note more than Samson, you know? No. He just gets more screen time and Sam- more stories. Samson is badass, dude. <laughs> that guy fucks. Uh, but yeah, they both literally. fuck. They both Lots fuck. Lots of horse. Yeah. They They're liking the women. Um, yeah. Ugh. I, like the whole thing with Joab, like as the deep state shadow government. I don't know. There's so much, there's so much weird stuff that will probably hit back more specifically as we move on. Like I'm sure there's going to be something that like, and David would never raise his hand against a child. I'm like, I don't know about that shit. That guy killed a lot of kids. I mean, we're not even saying, like, just him him and First Samuel wiping out entire villages so that there wouldn't be any living witnesses to tell other people that he was wiping out villages. That's a shitty fucking move. That's not somebody smart, seeking the heart of God. That's smart. <laughs> it is cool. It's definitely, it's definitely Saddam Hussein burning the uh, Kuwaiti oil fields funny, but it's, exactly. you know. <laughs> 
put them up against the wall, baby. I just, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a weird book. It's, it's hard to even now having read it, having talked about it, coming back to it. I just don't know what. I, I don't understand David. I don't know that I ever will. No, I don't think we're supposed to. Just like we can't understand God. <laughs> Damn, that's heavy. I guess that's yeah. I, well, I'll yeah. be interested to continue on with kings and stuff like that. One of the things I noted, I know we talked about it previously, was that I guess I, I, again I haven't read ahead, so I don't know. I guess we're going to start getting to Solomon. Yeah, just keep guessing. <laughs> <I> guess. <laughs> but what one is, of the things that that's, well, let's have a podcast where we guess. What's one in of the, the things Bible. that's mentioned for Solomon is that David is treated as highly important. You know. Uh, you know, Jesus is the Lamb of David or whatever. And that David is treated as some guy who constantly sought God's heart and did everything for God. Whereas Solomon, who apparently allegedly has a much better reign and is a much wiser, better king, is sort of left to the side because he didn't defer to God as much. It's kind of a weird tangent. I'll be interested to kind of go into that dichotomy going forward. Yeah, I really, I have no idea what to expect, honestly. I mean, I have my pre- my preconceived stuff, but I'm trying to put that aside because I keep getting surprised. So we'll see what happens. Let's wrap it up. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to another recap episode at the end of Second Samuel. If you don't already, don't bother following us on Twitter because we're still down. Jesus. For some goddamn reason. But you can email us at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. If anyone sees Jack Dorsey, hit him with a bike chain. Hit him with a bike chain. Just whip the shit out of him. <laughs>